There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Unbridled with Erin. So today is my second solo episode, and... Of course, I picked the day when I feel a cold coming on. I feel a cold coming on. God, I'm annoying. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I've. It's been a really busy week. It's just been Black Friday, and you know, as a business owner doing online and e-commerce, etc., it's been a little bit hectic. And I am a hands-on lady. I've been helping pack orders and prep all the content and stuff like that so feeling a little bit under the weather I think when you're busy it does hit you a little bit harder you get a bit more run down and my throat feels like knives and I've got a headache so yeah I hope it's not affected my voice um I'm sure I'll be able to tell when I listen back to this it doesn't sound too bad at the moment but you know, in advance, please be nice to me. I am sorry. So as I'm recording this, I literally have so much going on at the moment. I'm just going to give you a little update before we get into it. I'm going to America with Ebby, my friend, day after tomorrow, and I have done approximately nothing. We're going to shoot our Christmas campaign for my businesses tomorrow. I still need to put a Christmas tree up and prep all of that. It's currently like five o'clock and dark outside. Um, I've still got a pack. I've not packed at all and pretty much got tonight and tomorrow and then I leave at four in the morning the next day. But there's a lot to do. And when you live on your own, I'm not sure if anybody else listening lives on their own. I'm sure somebody does, but I'm really tidy and I'm really clean and I just like the apartment feeling amazing. So when I come back off the trip, it has to be perfect, so I've got to take the bins out, tidy everything, make sure everything's nice to come home to. So it's going to be a little bit hectic, and now I'm feeling a bit run down. I'm dreading it, but I can't be ungrateful. I'm going away, and I'm super excited. So I'm going to try and do a few episodes out in Texas, where I'm going. I'm not sure 
if this is going to go on before or after, but we'll we'll soon find out. <laughs> so I'm going to update you all on my horses. We're going to talk about horses. We're going to talk about is there ever such thing as too many horses? I'm going to spill a little more tea about some situations I've had regarding my horses and just explore it with you guys. I had a very, very sassy girl send me a DM on the Unbridled with Erin Instagram and she commented like, I thought we were going to hear about your horses and was a little, a little annoyed that she hadn't got that yet. So I thought, girl, you're getting what you want. We're going to talk about horses. So let's not encourage that to get everyone to send me (laughs) sassy messages. Please don't. But... I'm going to talk about horses and run you through my horses and some situations. So let's start at the top. One of my best known horses on social media is my horse G. So he is 17-2 Black Stallion. He's absolutely beautiful. He's such a dream. Like everyone thinks he looks like Raven from, is it Free Rain? I'm not sure. I've not actually watched it, but everyone thinks he looks like Raven. He is about 11 years old. I say about because I've not actually double checked his passport in a long time. And the last age I had in my head was 11. So I'm thinking it's 11. Before anybody comes at me for that, honestly, my admin and my admin brain is the worst thing ever. I love horses and I love riding. And I would say I'm good at the riding. I am bad at the admin. Unless I had his passport in front of me right now, which I don't, it's at the stables, I wouldn't be able to tell you. But his show name is Guinness B. Thought that was really cute. We did actually change G's name because it used to be, I think, going on or something. And it just didn't really translate, in my opinion. And for such a stunning horse, I just didn't think it packed enough punch. So I thought Guinness sounds a little bit cooler. So he's called Guinness B, aka G. 11 years old, approx. And he is a KWPN Dutch warm blood by West Point. Um, I think it's West Point by Florencio. But yeah, he's an absolute dream. He's really cute. He's a little bit uh, behind in his training. That's why we haven't been to any shows yet or anything. And he's been absolutely amazingly trained uh, alongside me and my, my current trainer. And he's feeling really good. He's just a bit of a sensitive soul. It just takes a long time to teach him anything really. He gets very excited in his changes. He takes offense quite quickly. And obviously he's he's giant, you know, he's really big. So being a bit sensitive and being a literal giant can make things a bit complicated, but he is such a dream and you're not allowed favorites, but if you were, he'd be, he'd be up there. He'd be, he'd be near the top. So yeah, Guinness G is amazing. We then have Sunny. So Sunny has always had a really special place in my heart. He and I did the junior teams together. We went to, I think we went to Arezzo and did the Europeans. And I got the choice between him and my other horse at the time. And I picked him and he was just, he was just mine. You know, he was my little soulmate. So Sonny, his show name is Bolson B, which is a really average name in my opinion. But I think Sonny fits his personality. And he is 16 now. My my boy is getting on. Um, He's a KWPN Dutch Warmblood by Sandro Hit. And as a lot of people who may know horses would know, as a lot of people who may know horses would know, honestly, my 
lingo today is awful. My brain has fallen out of my head and I cannot string a sentence together. What better day than today to do a podcast? I apologise in advance, everybody. And if you're still listening at this point, just know I love you. I love you lots. Yeah, so Sandro hit horses are typically known to be quite fresh and quite quite risky. And Sonny definitely has that in his personality. So he's actually an angel. He's not really phased by anything. But if another horse loses its mind or runs off or gets excited, best believe Sonny's going to do his rodeo moves. So he's the only horse I've, I'm going to touch wood now, touch wood, only horse I've fallen off in about 15 years maybe you know I I don't make a habit of falling off I really like staying firmly in the saddle and I do pride myself on having a glue-like seat you know I refuse to come off but Sonny got me it was at my first show with him and I think a trailer came and truntled along and it was in an arena that was lower down so the trailer was above and it made some weird weird noises he he lost it he did his rodeo spun around and he went one way I went the other and I fell off and then my trainer at the time made me get back on and do my test bearing in mind Sonny had ran into somebody else's test and I had a dent in my thigh from where my leg had connected with the saddle so yeah not one of my finest moments and I have made a habit to learn what it's like on Sonny when he's feeling frisky now and up until now, I'm going to fingers crossed, I'm going to touch wood, I'm going to do everything you can do if you believe in that kind of thing, that I haven't fallen off since. Famous last words. If I do, I'll update you. I'm praying I don't. <laughs> but yeah, Sonny, Sonny's my dude. I love him and we're going to get back out at some point and do some PSGs. The only thing about Sonny that's a bit of a negative is he used to be a bit of a hypochondriac. He, anything that could have gone wrong went wrong with Sonny. He had he threw up every little issue under the sun and actually went lame when I was doing teams and just about to get selected. We were I think we were long listed for the Young Rider Europeans together and we just won loads of stuff, feeling amazing, and he hurt himself and was out of action. So that was that dream slightly over. And that's his only problem, but he's actually toughened up a little bit. I'm quite I'm quite proud of him, I'll admit. Moving on to Teddy. So honestly, everyone's going to think I'm the worst owner on the planet. I don't know Teddy's show name off the top of my head. And I don't know who he's by. And I would need to look at his passport. But in my defense, he's the only horse, one of the only horses I've not done a show on. So I've never really needed this information. And he is 20. He's 20 years old. I did buy him at like 18. So, you know, he's getting on a little bit. But He's still very young in his body and feeling good. He loves life. He's a Dutch warm blood also. And he was bought as like a little schoolmaster show jumper just to show me the ropes and keep me safe. Every person who'd owned him absolutely adored him. And he's been such an addition to the family. He's the only horse I would put anybody on, non-rider, beginner, anything. He is the only one I think would be safe enough to put them on. And he's really cool, like he loves to hack, he loves to jump, and he's dead chill. I absolutely love Teddy, you know, he's got a forever home with me, he can live in the field, he can do what, well, to be honest, all of my horses pretty much have a forever home with me if I can. But yeah, Teddy, Teddy's one for the books, he's incredible. Then we have Busky, he's a newer edition, and his full name is Buscador. He is 10 years old, probably approaching actually probably 11 now because I got him when he was 10 
last year. Yeah, that's how that works. <laughs> and he is a Carthusian Andalusian. I know, I don't know why my mouth says it like that, but it does. I think that's believed to be the purest breed of Spanish horses or PREs left. Um, I, again, need to fact check that, but that's what I think. I don't know who he's by, um, and if I did, I probably wouldn't be able to pronounce it because I am awful with my Spanish. And he was bought as more of a fun, liberty, in-handwork kind of horse. I just wanted to play around and enjoy horses without having to ride them, do dressage, do tests, stuff like that. And he is beautiful. If you've not seen him, please go check out my Instagram. You'll spot him from a mile away. He has flowing long locks. He's beautiful. And he is pure white or grey, you know, before anyone tells me off, he's a grey. I always think that's so funny because greys don't like have a speck of grey on them. They are, you know, pure white, but it is known as grey in the horse world. And yeah, he's amazing. So he's currently still in Spain, but we are currently in the process of finalising bringing him over. He stayed over in Spain to do a bit of training and to learn a few moves with, with a friend of ours. And he can do so many fun things now. And I can't wait to go and learn all the noises and ways to communicate with him because I can't wait to have a play around. So... Watch this space for Buscador coming home. We're going to go on to Billy. And you might ask, who is Billy? Like, I don't share Billy on a lot of my social media. And the only reason for that is because he is a little madam. He's a boy, but he's a little madam. Um, he's very inconsistent. So one day he'll be an absolute dream and be super well-behaved, super lovely. The next day he will literally try to unalive you. And... There's no in-between. He's very inconsistent. And I don't gel with her, his personality as much as I gel with my other horses. He's very sweet. He can be very sweet. And he's very handsome. A lot of people actually confuse him with Sonny. He looks like a spitting image of Sonny. But like I said, we don't 100% gel. And I think something to mention is that's okay. You know, you don't have to gel with every single horse. This is not a movie. This is not a flicker. You know, it doesn't always happen for people. And there's some horses that don't have a personality that matches yours. I think a lot of non-horse people wouldn't realize how much personality a horse can have and how different they can be. But yeah, Billy's, Billy's really cool. He is really cool. I have a little bit of a gossipy story about Billy, but we... And I say we because I mean my family. We've had Billy for years and years and years. And he wasn't quite at the level I was doing. And then I went to university. And my deal at uni was, because I went in London and I'm based up north, was to make sure I came home every single weekend to ride the horses. And that was something I set because I wanted to do it. And I wanted to make sure I could kind of do the best of both worlds. But I was coming home and I was riding three or four. And Billy took a little bit of a back seat because he wasn't at the level we were doing and so therefore my trainer at the time said oh I've got this girl you know she needs a, a junior horse or, or a potential junior horse to ride and a chance because they didn't have the money to buy one and we said brilliant you know we don't know them super well but why don't we lo loan them Billy and see how it goes so we when I say loan, I mean, we gave them Billy, didn't ask for any money, you know, we didn't get a contract written up, which was silly on our part. And if you ever do loan, lease, whatever you want to call it, please just draw up a contract, you know, protect yourself. 
But yeah, so gave her the ride on Billy. The only stipulation we had was he had to come to our farrier for his feet because he had this quirky little thing going on with his feet. And I can't actually remember what it is because his feet are... Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Fine now, but it was something that needed really heavily monitored and really good shoeing. So that was our only stipulation. Um, obviously that was something that came up as a problem for, for these people. They didn't like bringing him for shoeing. So they slowly phased it out. You know, excuses like, our oh, lorry broke or we're at work or we're doing this. And it just became a regular thing to give excuses and then they would take it to their farrier. Which, not the end of the world, but a little bit awkward. And slowly the updates became less and less and less. And I found this happens actually when you loan a horse and if you don't keep on top of things. People sort of just assume full responsibility and treat it sort of like it's their horse which I understand and you know they were caring for him and they were doing a great job or so I thought at the time but they had him for about three years in the end he took her to all the shows he took her to everything she could have probably dreamed of at that point with him and we then thought it was I think lockdown was approaching and we thought I'd quite like Billy back now you know I'm no longer at university I have more time on my hands and I'd like to do more with him so gave them, I think we gave them about three months notice, but said, if there's any shows you have planned or anything you've got coming up, just let us know and we can we can get him after that. Like it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to just be three months. It can be longer if you want. Or alternatively, if you really don't want to part with him, we are happy to, to sell him to you at a really low price, whatever you want to do. They were really not happy about this. Um, it was it was a really surreal experience for my family and I because in our mind, we'd done people a favour, you know, given them a free horse and tried to sort of help out and give a girl a chance. And in their mind, we were just the devil. <laughs> I don't even know why, but we were like Satan to them. And they were not happy about that. They were like, no, okay, you know, we, we don't want to do any shows. He's getting old anyway. Uh, we were going to give him back to you next year anyway, so take him back basically so we turned up to take him back thinking nothing of it and the girl who was riding him was actually quite sweet but her mum laid into me she was like you're horrible you're this that the other we've heard this about you we've heard that and I was there like whoa Nelly what like where's this come from like I, we thought we were doing you a favor and she was not having it. She started going off about how awful a horse Billy is, how much they didn't like him, how 
we gave them a horse with a bad back, which we'd had loads of x-rays and he was absolutely fine. But she said that she got her vet out and that he said that she had kissing spine and we've since x-rayed and he's he hasn't. So I don't really know where that came from. But I just said to her, I said, well, if you didn't want him, you could have given him back. You know, he was free. You didn't have to have him. No one, no one forced you. And anyway, just laid in and it, it became a very like, Jeremy Kyle drama, you know, shouting at each other kind of thing. And it, I have, I've like never recovered from it. Cause I was like, what happened there? What went wrong? You know, I don't, I don't know what we did to make these people so angry. But when we got him home, we were really disappointed to find that he had spur marks on him, which he'd never had before. We had hundreds of photos to, you know, to show it. He had spur marks. And if you touched his back, the whole back dipped. And like I said, we x-rayed it and it wasn't kissing spine. So I think they just had a poorly fitted saddle or, you know, a whole host of reasons can make a horse's back sore. But it just didn't feel like the care was there. And the girl made a huge Facebook post about how Billy's owners took him away from them at the last minute when they had all these plans. And we were just like, whoa, I don't know what's happened here, but we got the wrong end of the stick. But it has taught me a little valuable lesson in be careful who you do big favors for and if you do make sure you're protected you know get a nice contract make all like outline the bits and bobs and the time frames and then nobody nobody's got any confusion but yeah like that's the horse world all over isn't it i mean the horse world i in my opinion is quite is quite mad there's always something different and always something crazy and horsey people themselves you know who you are it can be a little interesting but yeah that was that was Billy. He, I actually really digressed. He is a Oldenburg, so he's our only German one at the moment. We used to have more German horses, but you know, as you grow older and you have to sell them or some, some move on. So yeah, he's our only German boy. He's sixteen, and he is by Blue Horse Romanoff. Then I'm gonna get into my little men. So I'm gonna talk about Blackjack. He honestly, I knew his full name, his show name, because I did a TikTok on it like last year. Can I find it for the life of me? No, I can't. Because we had a few people popping up saying, oh my God, I've got his baby. Because Jack is a little stud muffin. He is 10 or 11 years old. And he's 11 now. And he's had 10 babies. He's, you know, a dude. He, get, he got around. And he's so cute. So I'm going to try and find his show name and his passport and stuff. And then I'll update you. But he's so cute. He's my favorite little thing. And he inspired me to get my new miniature Shetland as a friend. And that one is called Gizmo. And he looks like a little fluffy marshmallow. He's Palomino, the fluffiest, cutest little guy you've ever seen. He's a foal. I think he's only about four or five months old. So yeah, it's been it's been so fun. But he's weirdly chill. Like for a foal, nothing phases him. Um my groom Tara was, uh, what was she doing? She was, um, what's it called? Leaf blowing. Yeah, she was leaf blowing. And she, he was walking around, following her around the yard because my yard is literally crazy at the moment. And she just kind of, I think she got it on him by accident and he didn't move. So she ended up leaf blowing him and he didn't care. And then now when we bath him, we use the leaf blower to dry him off. Like he's the funniest little thing ever and I'm hoping to develop him into a therapy pony I absolutely love stuff like that and we have a children's hospital not far from my office 
I'd love to be able to take him in for therapy days to just put a smile on people's faces. So that's the goal with Gizmo. And I also do have one more Shetland that most people won't ever see. And he's actually been there longer than the other boys. And he's called Bacardi. He is a rescue Shetland. And we've just had him for years, you know, as a companion. We rescued him. He's just a bit grumpy. You know, we, we don't do a whole lot with him. He just lives a really happy, relaxed life. But yeah, no, he's, he's cute. But he does make the others look tiny. Or do they make him look giant? I'm not sure. But like, I feel like Shetlands shouldn't be that big. And I think I'm only saying that because I'm looking at a miniature Shetland foal, but we have a couple more that people sometimes ask me about, but I just don't get to respond as often. But we have one called Tico that we got as a six month foal. He's currently in training with a friend. You know, we, we gave the ride to a friend. Yes, I know you're going to be like, guys, fool, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice. No, she's lovely. She's a family friend and it's all going well, touch wood. And he, yeah, he's a Hanoverian. He's, he was bought from the Verdon auction and he's by quarterback. He's gorgeous. And he's showing a lot of promise as an eventer, actually. A little bit cold-backed, which is why I've not been able to do as much on him, just because with how busy things are, it takes a lot more time. And he was trained up by a really lovely, good eventer and backer. And then he's gone to my friend, like I said, and he's getting training. He's just getting some life experience and then we'll probably get him back at some point. And he's beautiful. So I cannot wait to share more of him across my social media and with you guys. A few people also asked me about my horse that was called Artie and Artie died. Honestly, it literally breaks my heart talking about it now, which is why I don't answer this question very often. But Artie, we also bought as a foal and he was so gorgeous he was one of my favorite and I was actually teaching him a lot of his moves but yeah there was a bit of a freak situation that I don't really want to get into because it will make me cry but yeah Artie Artie died and honestly losing a horse is horrendous I did actually I have lost one before I lost my absolute love of my life Pony who took me to my first Europeans and did all that he got a tumor in his throat that was cancerous and literally from the moment we found out, his deterioration was a couple of weeks. It was heartbreaking, heartbreaking. We've literally got shrines up to him in my yard. We've got like locks of his mane, photos, plaques and stuff. And yeah, that was hard. He was called Danny Boy B and he was a dream. I was very, very, very lucky to have that. Last on the list is I am getting new one. No, no, it's not what you think. I'm not buying myself another new one. I know you'll be like, calm down. Basically, I am a brand ambassador for the RDA, which is the Riding for the Disabled, and Blackheart, my company, is now a brand partner with the RDA. So we currently have a donation button on our website, so if you do purchase anything from Blackheart, be sure to please donate just a pound or whatever you can do to the RDA, because it's such a beautiful cause. I have seen how it's helped so many people, including one of my friends who's actually now registered with the RDA and she says they're fat and I volunteered at my local shelter is it called a shelter my, my local um my local RDA basically and I helped do the lead rain and stuff like that and the smile it brought to people's faces just it just sits with you and it's it's really really fun but basically we are through black Heart, sponsoring a pony for the RDA and he's called Henry he is a 13 hand bell pony and he's a gelding he's really really cute so I'm excited for that can't wait to go visit him 
I think he's been with the RDA for about 12 years now and in his bio it said he's really great for beginners and advanced alike but he's also really good at teaching kids how to canter which I just oh just warms your soul doesn't it so Henry is going to come on board part of the team soon obviously he'll be kept with the RDA and we're just sponsoring him but very very excited about that but that's sort of my herd I guess you know I absolutely adore horses I'm sure I could be talked into a few more and I'm very blessed I do have the facilities for it and for the most part I have time and I try and balance things really well and I make sure all my horses get the most beautiful home and well looked after they're they're, they're quite lucky I think they actually get treated better than I do so not sure how I feel about that but yeah like the story I told you about Billy it's actually happened to us twice it happened again with I used to have a horse called Lola I think her show name was Waverly and she was really really cool she's gone on to be a broodmare now um which is really cool I mean she had she'd had a couple of babies anyway and she was fab she was bought for my mum to teach my mum how to do it and then she just showed a lot more promise than we expected so I sort of snaffled her and did some shows and then I was competing her and Sunny at the same time and I was doing really well with Sonny. He was unfortunately my favourite. I know you're not our favourites, but he was. And my friend at the time had had a really shocking show. She'd, her horse, I think, had just, I don't know what it had done in the test, maybe reared up, done something wrong. Like it was, she was losing her confidence on it. And they talked about how they were going to probably put her in bowl or sell her and maybe buy a new horse. So we said, oh, look, well, why don't we give you the ride on Lola for a couple of months just to get your confidence back up until you can buy a new horse, until you've bought one or sold your horse? And they accepted, you know, of course you, of course you would. Lola was bab. And it just got weird from there. I think it just becomes a tricky line, a really tricky line. And we then didn't get any updates on her again people just assume full responsibility don't really tell you anything and then when I asked for an update they were like yeah we've we've enrolled her for this show this show this show this show and we're going to campaign for the team bearing in mind I was also campaigning for the team and going to all of these shows and the deal was sort of just sort of borrow Lola to get your confidence up for a couple of months and then and then give her back so it was kind of crazy that then the people we lent her to decided to start trying to compete against me at these shows without prior agreement it was it was really strange so it just causes a bit of negative feeling and I, I really don't advise it I'm not trying to say it all works out bad I'm, sometimes it works out really well but it's happened a few times and we've never ended up being able to stay friends and I, it's actually happened another time as well we lent a pony to someone and then they I'm not even gonna get into that but just yeah the horse world is weird and that's going to take me on to a whole other topic in itself. I am going to do one about how weird the horse world is and the ins and outs. If you guys have ever had any crazy stories or negative situations when it comes to loaning horses, leasing horses, being the person who's been given the horse or being the person who's given it to your friend, please send me a DM. I'd love to hear about your stories. What happened? Did you manage to resolve it? because that seems to be really hard. But yeah, let me know. Send me a DM on Unbridled with Erin on Instagram and I'll do another episode reading it out. So I hope you guys enjoyed a bit of an update and a bio of all my horses and hearing a little a little goss. I know I love a little bit of gossip. 
And yeah, stay tuned for the next episode. I hope you guys enjoyed and I will talk to you next time. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.